it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. MMA results of the weekend, Bellator, Venna Page versus Lima, UFC fight night as well, Chris, headlined by Tiago Santos. And he obviously won. But yeah, boxing first and foremost is the big topic of the week. And on Saturday evening, we finally get it, Chris, after COVID in the camp and it was rescheduled. We are back on. Uh, do you want to roll to the VT with Wilder first? Because I know we've given Fury a lot of time in terms of video interviews uh, over the last month or so. So yeah. I think maybe head, head them in Wilder's thoughts because a lot of it's, you know, centered around yeah. Fury. But Wilder's actually speaking now after being on mute at the conference. But he had the headphones in though, didn't he? Right, yeah, I'll quick to the VT. Everyone enjoy. No, exactly. Um, they, they asked Tyson Fury about that fight as well. And he said he said that you're the most dangerous heavyweight out there. You beat both of them. And the only man you can't beat, obviously, he's going to say is him. Well, you know, I've already knocked him out once before. I'm sure he replaced that in his head over and over again. You know, that's why he's so brave to say that I'm the most dangerous man in the world and different things like that because I am it's true facts you know my famous my famous quote is guys have to be perfect for 12 rounds with me I don't have to be perfect for two seconds and then it's bam baby good night and uh when you have devastating power God given you know you're always going to be the you're always going to be the leader of the pack you know uh we've seen many guys some people say skills 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 but that's just a broken record because uh, we've seen many guys with skills and uh, they still lost. Um, um, but, you know, when, when you have power, you're never out of a fight, ever. You know, you can... Who's he actually fought? Who's he actually fought, though, prior to Fury? Well... I'm not, I'm not, uh, I, uh, so it's all in good two seconds, two seconds, 12 rounds, this, that, and the other. I, I'm still... I'm still not with this uh, whole thing um i get his point though um you know power is one of those things where when you've got power you you can finish your man no matter how technical how good they are at boxing because it only takes one punch you see it in the ufc you see it in all sorts of different combat sports power does nullify quite a lot of things because you can only you only have to use it at one time where you know if you're a skilled boxer like fury and you don't have as much knockout power you do have to put a bit more effort in i get what he's saying there but what I don't understand is, it's like, you know, as you say, the, the level of competition he's fought, 
He's a no. He's not ever fought anyone like Tyson Fury, and that's a statement. He's never has right. And the two fights he's had with Tyson Fury, he's lost both of them. Yes, okay, he nearly knocked Tyson out in the first fight, but let's be honest, Tyson was in control of that fight, and he was complete control in the second fight. Um, I'm uh, I'm a bit worried of his mindset because I still think Tyson is like like a widescreen TV inside you're, his head. At the you're moment, cut, and he you're can't look anywhere now. other than seeing Tyson. You're cutting up now, by the way. Uh, but you know, Wilder has got that one punch knockout. You have seen it throughout his career. You have seen him, you know, decimate people with, with the right and the left because he's equally as good power in both. I just, I just can't see him doing what he thinks he can do to Tyson. And I just think Tyson does what he does, and he does it fantastically. I think it's just that all this about his physique as well. Oh, you know, he's put muscle on and all that. He's still only got the one thing, the punch power. <laughs> it's it's all in good, isn't it? It's all good. And I'm still maintaining it now. Mentally, he's, he's voicing himself now after being on mute at the press conference a couple of months ago. Uh, he's now starting to come out and say things. But, you know, when them two, you know, size each other up the night before, mm-hmm. what's what's he going to be like then? What, what wilder are we going to see? Because we have had the big onus on Fury, haven't we? Over the last couple of months, building this one up, so I'm just trying to work out some different Bit of a Tyson. ways with Wilder. Wilder can only do it one way. Wilder's never going to outbox Tyson Fury. Wilder can only knock you out. Um, I don't know, you know, because he's changed um, trainers, hasn't he, since they last fought? Um, I don't know what they've, you know, what they've drilled into him, but I think he's a natural knockout artist. And I think it's always going to revert back to your your brain, isn't it, to just to beat that knockout artist. He's never going to be a technical fighter. He's never going to have that fight IQ like Tyson Fury. But he has that dangerous punch. And that's, you know, that's the thing that's going to be on the mind of Fury. No matter what Fury says, I still think Fury's going to do what he does best. And think Fury, you know, I think it'd be a bit more difficult this time around than in the last fight. But I think Fury will still win this fight quite quite comfortably. Because if Fury's just, like I say, his IQ and his technical boxing is out this world. Him and Uzi could just lead in that line of technical boxers. And we will see, you know, Saturday, Sunday for us here in the UK early hours. But yeah, Chris, I reckon it's time to roll to Fury's latest comments. And this is courtesy of Behind the Gloves, who do some great content as well. Yeah, they do. I'll roll it so, out, mate. So. You know, Just let him know that, that he's not safe anywhere because we've got people in high places. And, and all of his team are on the payroll by me anyway. Do you feel the same way that he feels in the sense that you like he really wants to hurt you? Do you feel the exact same way? Like, is this as as much of a grudge match for you? Not really. No. It's just another fight with another another idiot. Well, he's the biggest dosser of all, the biggest fool of all. So he can have a good idea on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. You know, a grudge match. What have I got to grudge the guy about? I beat him twice. Mm-hmm. This is the third fight, third payday, after somebody who's already beaten twice. What's uh, what's to grudge? When he was silent at the press conference, what did you make of his silence? What did you make of the whole sort of charade? I didn't make anything of it no. because no matter what Deontay Wilder says or does, mm-hmm. it's not going to make me, my performance any different at all. Whether he says anything, it's just sticks and stones, like rain coming down onto a duck that's already waterproof and it just runs off it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's not really uh, an issue for me. Whatever he says, he says it's none of my concern. Bob Arum, gotta love Bob. Um, Bob said that, I quote, uh, I can't see 
he's talking about Muhammad Ali, competing with a six foot nine guy like Fury. What do you make of him um, making the comments? Went on a bit too long. That's my fault. Uh, yeah, Fine. I think there's obviously people comparing him to Muhammad Ali. I'm sure he would have poo pooed that being put on that pedestal. Even Fury. Oh yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Uh, prior to that, the clip could have been longer. Obviously, we like to keep the clip short. He's saying, he was asked actually, are you going to go 20 pounds heavier for the fight? And he left that He left that kind of open-ended. Um, he does say that he can get up to 300 pounds, not a problem, and he can still move around the ring. Um, mm -hmm. If he does put the weight on Chris, I think he might be able to stop him quicker than in the second fight. That would be my, you know, that's the obvious thing to think. If he does, if he does go up from like 270, 280, uh, what are your thoughts on that? If he does put the weight on, but he's a, could be a problem. Could that be a problem in your mind? I think, him? right. Yeah, but it, could, it possibly could. But I think you're looking at someone that's probably gone and put that weight on and probably tried it out as an outfit in a boxing ring and gone 12 rounds you know, with people just to see how he would feel. If he feels comfortable, I, I trust uh, wholeheartedly that Tyson Fury could go to 300 and still beat Dante Wilder. Um it, there, it, there is obviously factors where you can say, well, maybe it could cause an issue because, you know, you're putting a lot of that stuff, that sort of muscle fat on that, you know, in the later rounds you could tire. And he does put a lot of output on, does Tyson Fury. You know, his strikes and his jabs and his hooks, his body shots, you know, obviously your foot movement, your head movement, you know, weight holding that sort of weight can sort of slow you down eventually. But if, like I say, if he's tried that, tried it out and gone and tried, you know, 12 rounds, 300 pounds on him, then if he feels comfortable... Yeah, but then at the same time, he's the master of mind games. So he could be saying this just to sort of, you know, play play Wilder up in his head, and then he's thinking about, oh God, hold on, I may be this big physique guy, and I'm, I'm, you know, ripped and shredded, but this guy's three hundred pounds, and last time he was heavy to me, he beat me. So I, I can see, I can see what he's doing at the same time. Like I say, there's pros and cons of being heavy. You know, look at Joshua against Uzik; he had to cut the weight to be better. You know, to be faster and try and be at the same level. Tyson Fury again, better boxer. So depends on, like I say, if he's playing mind games or he's actually going to do it. But it doesn't matter what Tyson Fury weighs; he still beats Dante Wilder on the weekend. Unless, obviously, Dante Wilder can, you know, send a rocket up his ass and knock him out properly, which would then take us to a four fight. Which you know, we haven't seen many four fights, have we? You know. Imagine, no. imagine they've got, imagine they've got to book a four fight because Fury was plotting his course just a couple of weeks ago. What he planned on doing next, off the back of it, say, yeah. say, while the does get the KO, <coughs> it begs the question then that it will be into a fourth match, and then it's going to mm. throw the ske schedule off for everyone else. Well, yeah, surely, the surely now they're going to be looking at Usyk. But they're going to have to uh, be, aren't they? Yeah, well, obviously, yeah. because that's the fight to make now. Everyone wants to see Usyk and Tyson Fury fight. I think that that's the sort of fight <laughs> I, I get excited for. That's something I'd actually stay up for. You know, I'm an I'm an MMA guy. You're the boxing guy, but I'd happily stay up and watch Tyson Fury versus uh, Alexander Usyk. But before we crack on and uh, move on with everything else, uh, let's go to some comments, Stu. Pete Layton, he was with us last week. Commenting, hi, how's it going, Pete? How are you? Me and Chris love the comments. Thank you, mate, for joining us again. Fury seems very confident ahead of this fight. John Fury said Tyson would give Dylan, Dylan an opportunity after. Now AJ is out of the picture. So, yeah, you know, he's WBC mandatory. So maybe mm -hmm. he wouldn't have the unification about 
he deserves it. We've said this for months. How yeah, yeah, years, I totally agree. How many years is he mandatory? He lost the mandatory. When, when it back when he lost to Vivekin, he's got it back he's done everything that lad deserves a shot it's another huge uk bout you know we'd want to see we'd want to see him fight in the uk as well i know fury's been branding out in america in more recent times but they've got to get these fights made in the uk chris well it makes more sense you know and obviously i think they, you know it push come to shove they probably wanted joshua and fury in, in the uk but you know we were going for a pandemic and Money is better elsewhere, isn't it? At the time, but yeah, Don uh, Dillian White, sorry, and if Tyson Fury can beat Wilder on the weekend, makes sense. It makes sense to me. I we'll move on anyway. I wouldn't even give him Wilder. I wouldn't even do uh, Wilder versus Dillian White. I think he goes straight in. You know, yeah, if he's mandatory, uh, isn't he? So uh, yeah, he's got, he's got to, he's got to. Sorry, Chris, move on. Uh, yeah, hello, Brett. Hello, Brett. You've been with us from the from the get go from episode one. Mike Tyson is aiming to secure his latest bout after making his return to boxing, and he has fixed his sights on fighting Logan Paul. I say no chance. He's getting split of a hundred mil. Needs to be eighty twenty split. Shoot. Um, well, that, you, that one's for you. You can that, answer. That... Why no, because no, you, you you're more you're more in tune with the polls than I am. So he's saying an eighty twenty. When you're coming up against the man, the legend. Uh, 8-20 uh, to Logan Paul now, is this, Brett? I'm not sure about that. Um, I know Logan Paul's a big, you know, he's a big draw, isn't he? Uh, but Mike Tyson's a, a legend. I know, I mean, I don't think he even got an 80-20, well, a 50-50 split with Floyd Mayweather, did he, when they fought? Uh, no, I, I, I mean, do you want Logan Paul with Mike Tyson? Because Mike Tyson looks to me, uh, he can still throw a shot. I'm not sure if that's the right uh, way to go for Logan Paul, if I'm honest. Steve Mumpin, been with us like the last month, I think, watching this. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. Thanks again. Cheers, Chris, Steve, appreciate mate. you. We appreciate you all, Steve. Fantastic. How gents, basically, Tyson wins this trilogy and will still be unbeaten. How far off is he in being the greatest heavyweights of all time? I know Ali is a legend. Lennox is also a great hand. Yeah, he's got a followed-on question here. Yeah, well, I thought so. I, I, I'd give a little break there. Lewis versus Tyson would have been something in both prime, but I don't see AJ having anything near what he would need to be to be Fury. I make a case that Wilder has more chance, even with just one shot. Yeah, I think Wilder hits harder than Joshua, if I'm personally honest, mate. He's got it. And, and, and also, Joshua will get hit as well. That's the problem. Hmm. He's not, he's not elusive enough. Rachel Cornell. Welcome back, Rachel. Rachel. Hello, everyone. Yeah, thank you, Rachel. Welcome back. Corey Williams, you have to do a YouTube video every time a certain time hits. Uh, um, okay. You can elaborate on that if you want, Corey. Me and Chris yeah, that, a bit like... That would be quite helpful. Explain. Explain. It's fine, though, mate. Just explain what you meant. That's cool. Big Rob. Hello, Ramel. Ramel, you and Chris need to do a watch along as well. We will. The big big UFC, the big UFC cards next month, definitely. Good evening, my guys. Hello, mate from the Philippines. Up late there is always Dan Terra Sports Inc. as well. We've had you on quite a bit on me recently. Afternoon, everyone. Hello, Dan. Pleasure. He's got a followed up followed up question for you. Tyson gonna win within six rounds, and uh, my mate Sam Knight. He said the same. He's on the same trajectory as you. With the with the it's very round. possible. It's very possible. And if he's not messing about with the weight and he's putting the weight on, I can see it being over before then, maybe the fourth. Jack Martin, yeah. uh, who I work with, 
young young lad there, local to us in North Wales. Hello, Jack. All good, mate. All good. Ramel, I think it's going to be the same. I don't see anything Wilder would do to beat Tyson. And Ramel knows his boxing as he knows his MMA. So, yeah. Yeah, he I'm does. He does. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. you, you you're well-versed. Your knowledge, your analysis of the fight's fantastic. Hello, Lewis, all the way from Fulkirk. What's your uh, prediction, Lewis, for the fight? Yeah, good to know. Looked, looked at, have you got a round? Do you think it'll be KO? Will it, will it go all 12? It won't go all 12, but you never know. Dan really Terrace, don't. Fulton, great show. No, thank Thanks, you, Dan. Dan, mate. That's Cheers, mate. Chris, this is why me and Chris do it. We do it for you guys as much as ourselves. Kangaroo Jack, the funny thing is, it only takes Wilder one punch. So he's yeah, got a chance. Yeah. It's it's always there. It's always there. And he's he's bulked out. So maybe they have worked on more power. Tyson Fury now is clearly number one heavyweight in the world. Alexander versus Fury would be great. Chess match, both slip boxes. Yeah. 100 percent agree. 100 percent uh, total where it's they, they can both, you know, they both do the same, you know, they're very slick, good head movement, they can land, they've got power, bit of everything. Brett Thomas, Tyson is relevant anymore, isn't relevant anymore. I think he was saying there. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I tell you, hold on, one more. Uh, Kangaroo Jack's back here. Kangaroo Jack, is there a joining link, fellas? Do um, you like subscribing to it? Um, yeah, uh, if, if you're watching on Powered 4, you can go on their channel and subscribe. But if you go on the page you're watching us at the moment, I sent loads of links down yeah. on the, the Snopus bit. So you can join our page on Facebook. It's all on there, mate. It's all on the, we're on, on the link. We're on Twitch. If you're a Twitch user, as well, we are there. Chris will be uploading stuff onto there as well. So if you like Twitch, Aye. that's your channel. Fury KO in the first round. Oh, that's right, a big one. That's a big call. It's a gets, big call. Gets, get some money on that, Lewis, because if that comes in, there'll be good odds on that. I think you'll get a decent decent odds on it. Ramel, Tyson might not be relevant anymore. Just don't get hit by that tank. Yeah, it doesn't matter. He's in he's, his 50s. Yeah, <laughs> he's still yeah, a out. Yeah, yeah, but they always say, no matter what combat sport, it's the power that's last to go. And Absolutely. you know, I mean, when, when he was fighting Ray Jones Jr., yeah, okay, it was it was an exhibition, and he went knocking people out. His punches were still coming in, and they Roy, were, for, Roy, you know, was, Roy was brilliant as well, considering yeah. their age. It was, it was yeah, brilliant. It was so good. You, don't, you good. don't you don't lose it. You just get older, out, don't you? Out of the fights that we've seen, and that you know, Xbox is getting in there. That was that was all right. I was fine with that. It, it, you know. No, we've caught up, mate. Right, um, right, right. Into, into Chris's wheelhouse because I know he's going to have a lot to say about this. And we had Bellator in London two two nights, Chris, as well, because the boxing was at the SSE at Wembley the following night as well. So London had a lot of action, didn't it? But back to Bellator, Michael Venom Page avenges his loss from two and a half years ago. Slender split decision victory, Chris. Douglas Lima, on the other hand, has now had three defeats. Um, I've read and I've seen some bits online, Chris. Some people had in a row, yeah. He's on a, he's on a free fight, losing skid, and shoots frozen again. Um, no, no, I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. Um, let's be honest, mate. Um, I know you, I know. Um, don't you worry, pal. I'm, um, I'm, not, I'm not dropping out. <laughs> is it me that's dropping out, is it? Yeah, I think it's you. I think it's but you. you're, you're, you're dropping out of mine. It might, uh, it, might I, I your, it might be your connection, I think. Anyway, I back, back to what, it, Chris. Whatever. Also, also, Douglas Lima, a lot of people had it. I know it was split, so obviously one of the judges had him. Uh, a lot of people said it was 29-28 Lima, but was it the two punches, the two knockdowns in that first round that have seen three. him through? So there was three, three knockdowns. He had three knockdowns. Right, okay. No, no, not in the first okay. round, anyway. Listen, um, yeah. 
watch the fight back. If any of you think that Lima won the fight, it's very close, right? So in hindsight, you could go either way with it. But I thought, you know, MVP did what he had to do. Yeah, he lost the third round. Um, Douglas Lima controlled that on the ground. But he didn't do too much. You see the difference with uh, MVP. He doesn't have much of a, uh, an escape route when he's on the ground. And I think he does need to work on his sort of takedown defense and be getting from the bottom to the top. But he's got big hands. And if you watch the fight and the, and the first fight, he holds on to Douglas Lima's hands. You know what I mean? He's got massive hands as an MVP. So he controls the sort of in the guard. But he obviously did get connected. He did get hit with elbows and punches when um, Douglas Lima stacked him up when he was when he was on top of him. But we'll go back to the first round. Listen, the first the first round was quite even. Um, the first knockdown by uh, MVP to Lima was like 30 seconds into the fight. But I think what people don't realise if you watch it and slow it down, the punch comes into Lima's chest. So he's he's going backwards because of um, MVP's sort of movement. Because MVP's got in there like a bullet, hasn't he? But the punch actually lands on um, Lima's chest. So Lima's chest is that he's obviously pushed back by that then. Um, the second round is the most telling. Um, there was you know the leg kicks, the high kick that caught um, Douglas Lima around the side of the head. He obviously, again, he dropped him again, but he switched it up. So when he rushed in for his one-two, he went in with the elbow across the side of the head. He wasn't connecting um, Douglas Lima in the face when he was go when he's rushing in for the one-twos. He was coming in around the side, but the leg kicks were telling as well. And Douglas Lima's got some really nasty leg kicks. But MVP, when he hit his leg kicks on Douglas Lima, you could tell that Douglas Lima was really struggling with those inside leg kicks, you know, throughout the whole fight. But you know, the third, the third, the first and the second round are the most telling. Mm-hmm. I think the first round you've got to look at. Okay, Lima had him. I think had him down from the two minute or two minute mark and continued to fight on on the ground. But MVP had a knockdown, even though I wouldn't say it was a knockdown per se. But you know, the, you know, the judges will see it as a knockdown. Uh, the second round, MVP controlled the, you know the whole fight. Uh, he knocked down again. Douglas Lima with the same one-two rushed in one-two bang dropped Lima. Did it get in the second in the third round, but obviously Lima was more wise, took him down, controlled the whole fight. Then easily Lima's fight. I, I think I think it would be two to one MVP personally myself. Um, I just think Lima's had a lot of losses. I think his confidence is shot because that wasn't really the same sort of Lima I've seen before in the past for Bellator. MVP, you know, you could see that he wanted it more. Like I say, he was fast. His kick, his kicks were always been good. His MVP's kicks because he's so unorthodox. It's like that karate stance where he's I coming on the side. Yeah, side. He's coming in on the side. Yeah, I have that in my notes. It's good to see make some free and get the kicks away. I but love he's... that. I love when someone comes in in an unorthodox way, as you know, as you've just said. Like Stephen Thompson's pretty much similar, but I don't think he's as fast yeah. as a MVP. No, better no. kick, better kickboxer yeah. than MVP. But MVP can show a lot of range. Um, a different you know, set of skills. You know, he came in with a straight-handed jab and he completely rocked Lima. Didn't knock him on the ground, but he wobbled his head a bit. Um, it's a close decision, and I can see why people would argue Lima, and I can see why people would argue MVP. But watching it back, and I watched it back today, and I sat there and I slowed it down, paused it, and, you know, just to see, you know, what people, what the arguments for and against were. MVP won the first round, just sure because of that knockdown. He controlled the second round, and obviously Lima then controlled the third round, and that's the unanimous decision, 28-29 um, to MVP. He moves on now to, and arguably, I say a title shot. Um, I can't remember what the name is. Amosov. Amosov, yeah, Amosov. Yeah, and he, he is a, 
Yeah, but he's a ground specialist. So if, if MVP um, struggles on the floor with Lima, he's going to have yeah. to really it's sort that out before reading. he plays him. It's what I've been reading. It's a it's a bad bite, but he's got to go for it, Chris. He's you know well, he's beaten yeah. him now. You never know. You never know. You know if he can, he's got to he's well, got to try and stop him and not get taken if, down. And if he wants to be in the UFC, and he has stated before he'd, he'd like to dip his toe in the UFC. I think Walter Division, if he jumped it now, would be extremely difficult for MVP um, because obviously we have so many good wrestlers in that division. Um, but if he wants to make that big boom, and I think Bellator would cry for MVP to be their champion because he's such a market, marketable character. Do you know what I mean? So I think Bellator would be like, you know, please win the title. They could make so much money off MVP. It's, it poses the question, doesn't it, going forward? Definitely. You've got more comments, have we, Chris? Well, mate, we're flowing in. Uh, Here we go. That's what we like. Uh, hold on. I'll go to where we are. Here we go. Floyd must have lost it then. <laughs> He always loses his money, no, Brett. That's why he keeps coming back for fights. <laughs> Afternoon, gents. Samuel Knight. He's a wrestling fan. He's a good friend from the uh, Pro Wrestling League founding crew. And nice he also he's also stated a sixth round stoppage for Fury okay. on so Saturday, have... Sunday. Yeah, a few of that. Sam, a few of that. Sam, Sam's in the opinion it'll go six, and it's Fury's in the sixth. Nice one, Sam. Ramel, I recall one interview to Timothy Bradley. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I think, um, yeah, Fury, it was to do with Fury and Wilder, Timothy Bradley has in the recent uh, recent days. Good afternoon, lads. Powered 4 TV, John, Scott and Rich Crow here. Thank you very much, lads. And I've ever dropped out. Yeah, did you? Just keep it's going. Fine. Let's... No Sorry. one is dropping out on the live feed. StreamYard fixes it, but the hosts see dropouts. Yeah, so we just carry on, Chris, regardless. I am. It's all good, mate. Ramel, I've seen an interview to Timothy Bradley that, yeah, it's to do with Fury and Wilder. He would trade all those techniques just have that kind of power Wilder. I agree. Even on the 12 rounds, if it goes there, he's still a threat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I no, totally agree. But punches chances in, in that in that hindsight. Fury knows full well. He's 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 never he's never he said he's the most fearsome puncher. He, you know, he, no one knows it. And I agree. Yeah, and I agree. He is. Watch that match. It was close to call. It would go either way. Great fight, by the way, but it's still a right call, Chris. So obviously saying about MVP and Lima. No, um, it was close, but like I say, you've got arguments for MVP and you've got arguments for Lima. Um, it's one of them. As a you know, again, we're referring back to what Dana White always says: never leave the hat, the, the leave it in the hands of the judges because you don't know what they're going to come up with. So it is one of them. Rambo. Hello, Rambo. How are you? How's it going? I haven't seen you for a while, mate. Hope you're well. Hi, John. Hi, Stu and Chris. Been loving all the wrestling coming back in events on Power 4. Catch and TNT. Been amazing. Yeah, Catch. Catch is up and running now as well. Another upstart uh, in the UK. Yeah, so good to see TNT. Loads of, he's had loads of events as uh, Jay and the team. Samuel Knight. Yeah, me and Sam spoke about this earlier today, but yeah, I'll read this out now. What do you guys think for this weekend? Do you think the extra weight on Fury would be a positive or a negative for him when it comes to mobility and getting around the quick knockout? I think 20 pounds is nothing uh, due to the fact that he's six foot nine. I don't think, I, I think he, he can put it on. Like you said, Chris, he's got the right people behind him, nutrition people, sports science and all that. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. If it, They'd be telling even... him, if, if he couldn't put it on, they'd be saying, do not put it on if it, you know, decreased his head oh, movement. No, his 100%. 100%. I so, think it's a case again, like I said to you when we spoke about this a bit a bit earlier on. 
he would have tried it all out. If he if he was thinking about going to three hundred pounds, I'm surely he would have got to three hundred pounds. You know, many months ago, done twelve rounds, see how he felt. I, I, I mean, he's not stupid, is he? Or like I say, it could be a mind game. You know how he likes his mind game, and he's a masterful at it. Honest beyond reasonable. Hello. Hi, John. Saw you and Jess Simon Alex McCarthy at O2 a few weeks back. Yeah, WWE were in town for London. So, yeah, John, John and Jess were down there for Sports Kida. So, they did coverage down there because Power uh, 4 TV have obviously got WWE media. So, yeah, that, that was nice that you met. But then Brett Thomas, Mike Tyson was big in the 90s and early 2000s, but he will have to split it correctly. Logan will show heart and desire again to win the fight. 90s, definitely, but then he obviously had his prison sentence, and the 2000s, he was past his best. He, he was he was fighting people like Julius Francis, for God's sake. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He, yeah, but he still could knock, he could sort of, he'd still it, knock someone out, though. If, if, you'd have, if you'd have fought Lewis earlier than 2002, you know, let's just say, look at it hypothetically, I think you might have had a better chance. Yeah, okay. just two, I think, personally, in my opinion, he just had too much stuff going on. And, uh, you know, the prison the prison sentence didn't help him, did it? But fantastic fighter, one of the best ever. Hands yeah, down. yeah, 100%. Hands 100%. down. Hands down. I, and I'll say this. I say this, Brett. If Logan and Mike Tyson were to fight, and Mike Tyson hits Logan flush, good night. Get him a pillow. <laughs> but like I love you, Brett. That as well. Yeah, we both love you, mate. But, yeah, I'd like to see Logan or Jake get knocked the fuck out. <laughs> Um, okay, so right. we'll Tiago so, Santos in a five round decision victory over Johnny Walker, Chris. I can't believe how tall Johnny Walker is. I've never noticed a, he was six foot he's six. A big dude, isn't he? He's big for light heavyweight, Chris. But yeah, straight into your thoughts on this one because I know you've um, got quite a bit to say on this. I'd, I'd look, I, I broke it down in four sections. It was a very tentative first round. I think they're feeling each other out. Um, other than that, it was quite a boring fight. Um, you know, Santos hit some really good leg kicks in the second round, the third round, the fourth round, the fifth round. Didn't do much for Johnny Walker. Johnny Walker was quite annoying me um, because he was sort of showboating around, not really getting anything off. Um, Santos did hit him clean twice in the, in the fifth round with overhanded right, which was really nice. Johnny Walker ate it. It was really uneventful. Um, I was, I mean, for two guys, I would have thought, and I said to this year last week, I thought it would be a third round KO for Santos. Just didn't seem to that like they really wanted to let go. That they were both sort of frightened of each other. If you know, if I let go and I go for this punch, he's going to hit me with this. It seemed very tentative. Um, Santos has called out um, Yuri Pajevka. Um, I worry for him in that because that's not good. What little we've seen of him, where he, he picks his angles and all that. Yeah, and he's totally mm -hmm. different to everyone else. That's a yeah. bad. That's a bad match. Thiago's not in the right is he headspace to where he was. You know. After John Jones fight, no, because he, you know, he uh, destroyed his leg, didn't he? Uh, it's, I, I, that's a, that's it's a, a nasty one. fight. That's a nasty fight. I won't be calling him out at the moment. <laughs> I think, I think for myself, um, Yuri Petrekka is is next in line after um, Blahavich and um, Tazera. He's next in line, and I worry for whoever wins that fight has to fight mm -hmm. him because he's, he's dominating at the moment. Um, another European, yeah. another European coming through as well, which is great. Yeah. Rough as hell. Um, right, well, do you want me to go and put the VT on? 
Five pirates, Thiago, courtesy of fan sided MMA. Let's not get copyright struck this week. <laughs> I think, actually, Stu, what I've just realized. Oh, no, hold on. I'm all right. I think I think it's not the right crazy, one. crazy fight we were expecting. But how do you feel after five rounds with Johnny Walker? I feel good. I feel good. You know, uh, it's not always we can finish fight. You know, I tried, but he he's a tough guy. You know, he's big, but he moves, he's fast. Try to do my best, but you know. Anyway, I won that fight. You know, no question about that. Did, was his movement a little bit surprising to you, or did you know he was going to move and just had to take a little bit of time to figure out where he was going next? Uh, yeah, you know, uh, like I, I told you, I'm surprised how fast is he. You know, he's big. I fought against John. John, John is big too, but he's a little bit slower than him. He's big, but he's fast, explosive. You know. It's making me so, so sharp, you know. I did everything what I trained for. And, yeah, everything good. I think in the fifth round you hit him with a left hand very, very hard. Were you surprised he was able to stay in there? Because it's very rare we see someone like you hit someone and they stay conscious. Yeah. And like I told you, not always, you know. But he, he felt, you know. I saw in his eyes he was scared about my hand, you know. Yeah. Hmm. I, I also think he was quite scared of Johnny Walker's hand personally as well. Though um, he did obviously come a bit harder in in the in the fifth round and tried to finish it, but it wasn't like you know hell for leather. You know, did, as they did say, he caught him with a hell of a good overhanded hook. Sorry, overhanded right that caught Johnny Walker, but Johnny Walker ate it. You know, and carried on mm -hmm. fighting. But you know, where Johnny Walker is, uh, he needs to stop showboating. You know, he was doing he's going like this and like that, and it's like. You want to get somewhere in this division. You need to put your foot down, bite on the bite not that a, mouth, please, not, and go. Not at the disco, is he? Rolling his hands around. What was he doing? What was what was that? Rain it uh, in, rain it in. You're in the elite. You're in the elite promotion in in the yeah. world of MMA and combat sports. Like really why, frustrating. Why does he not just channel it into what he's doing? I, I'm not sure, and he's been out for 12 months as well because he had an injury. I think he had a leg injury himself. Um, so he's been training, you knowing he's had this fight coming up, but it, it was really boring. Um, you know, for two guys I thought would have been and gone for it and tried to go for the knockout, it wasn't very good. Um, we got some more comments from Brett. Oh, brilliant, brilliant. When you see Danny Williams beat him and steal Orton Legend killer gimmick, you know Tyson can't beat Logan. Uh, yeah, that's what I was saying. The latter portion of his career was just like he, he, he was in it too long. But you try and tell Mike Tyson to retire. Danny Williams is a boxer, though, Brett. Logan Paul is <laughs> not really a boxer, is he? Um, but yeah, but you know, your opinion, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Keep them coming. It's what keeps us rolling the opinions. Ramel, heart and win the fight, yes, until he get hit in the face. Woodley almost KO'd him. Imagine Tyson hit him. Wrong, so wrong, Paul, wrong Paul brother, that uh, Rom. You're talking about Jake Paul. Brett's uh, <laughs> talking about Logan Paul. Got a bit of collective action going on. Almost gave up on watching Santos Walker fight. Mad respect to those two, but that was a boring match. Yeah, I looked at the six, six strikes from them, and it was low. But the significant was, strikes on both sides yeah. were very low. That was alarmingly low for two guys that like to, you know, strike. Bang. As it yeah. Were. It was it was low. That's that's drastically low. And what you know, you want more output. Make it more you, exciting. But as you I'm said, missing the crowd. I'm, I'm missing the crowd as well, though, because when you watch that fight back, it and it just didn't feel the same. Why? Why are they still? Here's one for you. Why are they still running at the at the apex when they can get 
they can do the arenas if they're doing that. They don't need to now. Surely. No, I don't. Well, fight nights were in front of a crowd before uh, yeah, coronavirus it's... came in. So I don't know. Maybe it's just um, it's just easy and suitable at the moment for them to be mm. keeping the apex. Um, but it is what it is. But I kept on hearing a woman scream when I was watching that fight, and it was doing my <laughs> fucking head in. And I was like, going to say, I, I was going to say something, but I better not. I'll uh, I'll let Chris will know what I'm alluding to there. Uh, the uh, the light light heavyweight champion might have been around. Uh, anyway. Brett Thomas, <laughs> former lightweight champion. <laughs> Brett Thomas, Jake Paul would definitely smash him up. Are we talking about Mike Tyson? Uh, he no. Wants, he, wants, he wants Jake as well. Put them both in there with him. Put Logan and Jake uh, both in there. And just Tyson. let him go off. Yeah, just let him go. Uh, wind them up. But you, you, you you're you're going to turn it into a, a tickle fight and they're all going to stop hitting him no. with uh, <laughs> pillows. And No, just no. Oh. I don't want that. I don't want to see that. What happened to Eubank Junior Rambo? Yeah, I can tell you what happened there. COVID, uh, no, not COVID actually. The other guy who came in who replaced the Albia, can't remember his name now. Uh, it, it was he wasn't physically right for the fight, so the guy they brought in wasn't ready. So there was the other replacement. I can't think of the guy's name now. But anyway, Eubank Junior will be back next month. I've read um, over the last twenty-four hours that the fight will be happening. Don't know which opponent it'll be, but yeah, the boxing border control were just like the guy can't fight you, Van Junior. So they obviously looked at I don't know if it was weight cutting. Well, safety you know, first, wasn't. isn't it? It's got to be he, safety he, first. Yeah. And you know, Eubank Junior could, you know, hurt a lot of people. So maybe it was a good thing that it didn't happen if he wasn't right physically and mentally. Samuel Knight. So if Fury beats Wilder this weekend, how do you think he gets on against Usyk? He made a fool of Tony Bellew and Anthony Joshua. I personally think he's the only ever out there who could take Tyson Fury. It's a good shout, Sam. Off the back of what we've seen, uh, I still think I've, I've got Fury. I just think I, 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 I don't. Yeah, I understand you made. I don't think he made a third of Tony Bellew. I think Tony Bellew was doing really well in the rounds until obviously he he, he got mentally tied, didn't he? And he got caught by Usyk and he got knocked out. Um, Anthony Joshua, I would agree, he made him make a look a fool. But Anthony Joshua, no. I don't think. I think Anthony Joshua didn't prepare well for Usyk at all. Um, regards to. Fury and Usyk, I think it's a compelling fight because, like I said, it's IQ versus IQ, isn't it? In 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 the boxing and the technical side of things, I just don't know where you know you've got to look at Usyk and you've got to look at Fury. Fury, as you say, can put three hundred pounds; doesn't have to be ripped, but can use his weight to his advantage. You know, really bully the smaller guy. It'd be an, it could be an interesting fight. It's got to happen. It's got to happen because this is what it's bringing. It's bringing all this opinion out now, isn't it? So it will, hopefully, in the next 12, 18 months, that fight gets made. Rambo, that screaming was almost as annoying as Snoop Dogg. Give me my another effing money. I won't use the expletive there. I think I've used an expletive earlier on. So I just... Uh, oh, what? You rain, want your time? Rain, How many times do you swear now? Do you just swear, rain, Joe? Rain, rain. I'm, just swear, I'm, Joe. I'm, I'm just I'm just worried after copyright infringement. I'm worried the powers hey, that be YouTube will give us another slap on the wrist. Don't know what you're worrying about the copyright infringement. Like we fought the law and we won. Uh, it was only the uh, YouTube beaters. You you should have led you should have led, led in with Joe Strummer in the clash. That should be the I, I should have I, I should I have. fought the law and the law won. Yeah. But yeah. Copyright this. Have we got anything? Have we got anything else, mate? Jake uh, yeah. Paul smashed Mike Tyson. No probs. He's in his prime. Right, Brett. You love the polls, as we say, week in, week out, you know. You are a staunch Paul fan. That's fine. That's fine. Also, what happened to that Ruiz Mexican geezer? I haven't seen him since AJ5. He's coming. 
he's coming. He, he's he's in the best physical he's, shape. Yeah, he's sure. cut a lot of weight, hasn't he? he, he, a lot of weight. he be, he'll be about. There's a lot. There's a lot of fights here in heavyweight division. We, we forget about Ruiz Junior. No, he's a good fight for anybody. You can swear, right? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I swore, I swore earlier. It's just uh, just being careful, John or you, Rich. Whoever's you, you I think fucking it's, idiots, it's aren't you? Uh, there we go. Yeah. Well. Yeah. That's it. Now explosives are plenty. Ramel, I believe Fury beats Usyk. One mistake Joshua made in the fight, he didn't outmuscle the smaller guy and tried to outbox the master boxer. Yeah, he should have been like leaning on him a bit more, using the way yeah, yeah. I agree. All right, you're a bit, you know, you are, he's probably thinking then, right, he's going to hit me a bit more, he's going to get, you know, get inside if I'm leaning on him. But yeah, maybe he should have done. Uh, but he didn't throw enough punches. He, I don't and, think he did. He didn't throw enough. His output which just wasn't there. I was expecting more. Um, I think he based it on those first two fights that Usyk had, but Usyk saved his best for this one. So oh, yeah, most I think he, did. maybe they maybe they concentrated on them two fights rather than they should have been looking at his cruise about uh, cruise about as well as well as wait right Chris. Unfortunately, now, I've got I've got I've got now, my bearer bag I've bearer bad news here, mate. What's happened? I, I put the wrong video up. It's all right. It's all right. We can go off. I, I can remember bits from what you said. You can obviously analyze the fight, which you do fantastically. Anyway, Thank so you. yeah, we'll start start off your analysis of this it was a clash of heads that led to the dq draw Dalkus had put the choking on him we've then got the commotion outside the refs are talking i like that i like that they were all mic'd up and they're trying to work out you know maybe they should do that with the judges Mike, can you imagine that bit. just right you know sometimes you just see a piece of paper and a result but anyway chris what did you think with this a dq draw in the end for kevin holland the clash of heads was nasty he, he took the brunt of that so yeah your thoughts on Kevin Holland? Um, you know, he's he's ranked 14th. Dalkus, I didn't know too much about him, but yeah, your thoughts I think on the I, fight. We'll get to you. We'll get to you. Uh, well, it's, it's hard to sort of analyze the fight because it didn't really last long. Let's, com let's be completely honest. You know, um, I thought, you know, Kevin Holland looked better in with his takedown defense up against the cage. Okay, uh, Dirkus isn't really a, a fantastic uh, grappler like he's fought the Vittori and Derek Brunson. You know, they're notorious for their their grappling side, but he looked a lot better. So maybe going to train in uh, with Daniel Cormier and Khabib up in AKA in San Fran, it, it you know it seems to have worked with him. It's hard, to sort of like I say again, to sort of break down the fight because I didn't see much because the clash no, heads. No. It looked like um, when they clashed head, Kevin Holland was out before when he hit the ground and then yeah. obviously sprung back up. Um, and then obviously Dirkus was trying to get him in all sorts of rays of um, submissions. He got his back and it was a really well-executed re-naked choke from the back, um, put his weight on um, Kevin Holland, forced him downwards and then choked him. Um, yeah. You could see in uh, Kevin Holland's face that he, he wasn't enjoying that one. Dalkus still had to fight, didn't he? You wouldn't, he couldn't have just left him grounded thinking, right, this is going to a draw. You know, no. in Dalkus, well, he, he wouldn't have known. He wouldn't have known at the time. You got to try. He had to do it, didn't he? Because he had to carry on. You know, regardless, because if they hadn't done that, but I think Dan Mugliata and listen to her being outside, it was well dealt with, wasn't it? You know, they were getting each other's opinion. Yeah, but uh, I, called, I like they, that. I they called for that. the radio. Yeah. They called for the radio. Yeah. Herb Dean. As soon as they clashed heads, if, if you watch, he put his finger out. Yeah. So he's already called for the replay. You know. Yeah. So they think and going to the second round, or like say if a finish happens in that fight. They've got the replay there. Um, but hey, don't forget now, Kevin Holland's been a hero the last couple of days. He uh, I've stopped seen, the guy from robbing a car. I saw, mate. I saw when I was trying to get some bits and bobs today uh, on, online on it. Brilliant. Do you know what? The character, it's as you've said, and you listen to DC. He could hear DC, Kate. So I, I couldn't, he could hear it. I my, my, supersonic, my supersonic hearing, I can hear it all. 
I can even hear DC. I can hear my corner. I can hear the fans that like what little fans were there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's just a character. He was making me laugh. You want him. You want him to do well. And he's had. There's been a few bumps in the road. Uh, Do you think there'll be a rematch with Dalkus? I think so. Will they get back in? And I think hopefully, so. mate. I, I like the guy. You know, you you brought him to my attention more so. Um, you know, touting him. Um, he's got all the tools, Chris, as you've yeah, said. He has. He they has. All, they all take down defence, mate. It's the take down defence. Yeah. He needs to work on that. I'll give you before we move on. I'll give you one good yeah, line. Yeah, I no thought problem. it was funny. Um, when Dukas had to put against the cage, and Dukas was underneath his armpit, and he was just sort of trying to raise uh, Holland. And uh, Kevin, uh, Daniel Cormier says in the in the, in the commentary booth, and he goes. Dirkus is really long, isn't he? And, and uh, Kevin, Kevin Holland turns around and he's like, you know, he's trying to defend a takedown and he turns around and he's like, yeah, he is really long. And that's just, I just, you know what I mean? That's the sort of character he is. You know what I mean? There's no bullshit there. Um, but yeah, we'll go into the, the promo yeah. for Power there. I thought it was getting something else, which I'm going to get now. You are going to get that now. Yeah, uh, yeah. You should be worried about copyright infringement, the cap and glasses do. Yeah. Jurgen Klopp saying that he's had them lasered now, Sam. Thank God. Uh, this this has always been my stick, the cap and glasses. But these these aren't Oakleys like he used to wear. But uh, yeah, at least he's had the um, at least he's had the laser surgery now. Klopp doesn't need the glasses. Well, he, he, can, he can get back to shoveling that soil before, can't he? <laughs> so are we ready to talk about David Avenician's European title defence? A fantastic performance, Chris, against again UK fighter in Liam Taylor. But just a step. A step too far, I felt. Um, a fantastic performance from Avenition. To be fair to Taylor, he did have a go. He did have a go. He, you know, he landed. Um, he's knocked out 11 of his 23 victories. But British level, absolutely. When you're coming into European world level, there's just a mm. difference. And uh, Avenition yeah. was fantastic. He's so spiteful, powerful. And he's called out Pacquiao's conqueror. The guy who's now retired, Pacquiao, you know, the news you had last week, Ugas. But yeah, Chris, what did you feel with Abinissian's performance? You know what? I, I loved both fights, uh, the both fighters, because again, it's another one of these fights you've thrown me, you've, you've thrown at me to look at you know, for the show. And again, they're both fighting on the inside. And I just find when boxers do that, it's such beautiful work because there's so much technical sort of strikes going in when you know, you're both fighting from the inside. The body shots were from Avisayan was were just unbelievable. Um, but it was he was suffocating, wasn't he, um, Taylor, with the pressure? And you could see Ch- Taylor was trying to create space. He was trying to hit him with the one twos, try and circle him. But the pressure of Avasayan mm. was just, you know, constant, hey. constant. It was a fantastic performance. It was good. Also, it was the second night of combat sports. You know, Wembley Arena. What a job that is. You know, having Bellator on the Friday, which I thought mm-hmm. was a Saturday when I put our post out, and I thought, hold on a minute. But what that was, that was good. Just going back to that. You know, having two nights of, of uh, MMA and boxing. That, that, that's I was, I, was spo- I was watching that in the pub, actually, mate. Were you? Were yeah, you? I, I was down the road. As, uh, I was watching it off the phone. That was quite good, though, to be honest with you. Yeah, could yeah. You, no, could you do but, more of that? I've, I've initially as well, which I didn't know. A bit of background here. I didn't know. Uh, we'd obviously seen him against Josh Kelly earlier in the year. Yeah, he was fantastic. Six-round knockout, big, huge win. Um, he's training over here. Now he's, uh, he's from the south of Russia. He's got Armenian in, in him as well, but he's got a um, UK pr- promotional team and his trainers, um, you know, from here as well. So it's quite, I think that's quite interesting. I think I'll get a lot of UK people, you know, looking for him to do well now, won't it, Chris? He look, look, he looked fantastic in this fight. And, and you know, 
he needs to step up and get give him a, 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 yeah. a bigger opponent. But you know, from what I saw, the the two fights that I've watched since we started this show with Avasade, he looked prime and ready for the next step. He's, he's world, he's world level, not a question. So powerful and yeah, fantastic. Chris, and then we're going to now move on and we're going to preview a huge night of boxing, the Battle of Liverpool, as its former super welterweight champion, Liam Smith of the famous Smith boxing family, you know, all four lads have boxed, taking on another Liverpudlian and former Olympian, Anthony Fowler. And Chris, I'm looking forward to this one. The MS Bank Arena in Liverpool, where there will be 10,000 and uh, nothing, nothing says it more than a domestic battle and having two people from the same city fighting and uh smith smith said quite a lot of stuff about fowler he's just saying he can't hang with him you know it's going to be a long night for fowler if he starts to try and trade with him and uh yeah you know liam smith is off the back of a loss as well himself fowler has been on on a tear you know domestically european level but i'm, mm -hmm. I'm very i'm veering towards liam smith you know he's fought canelo all right he got stopped by canelo but he's had you know he's had he's had the bigger fights he's got a lot of experience he's been a world champion chris you know he's used he's used to big nights. Uh, I can't see past him. Uh, Anthony Fowler is good, but I don't think he's like world world level good. But Liam Smith, you know, he's been right, down those okay. tracks. He's been down those tracks before. Well, with regards to being a champion, obviously, um, you know, you have that experience of a, a fight who's not been a, a title challenger or even holding held a belt. So you've got all that experience. Um, you know more than I do. I've seen Anthony Fowler as it uh, a few months ago when we covered yeah. him, and yeah, he looked really he good. So I haven't I haven't seen this other guy. Um, it's a shame that both Liverpudians. Um, so <laughs> let's, hope, let, let, let's just hope they both knock each other out. No offense. What What was Wayne Rooney saying, Chris? Did you say um, he's some um, he he said obviously he's going to be there, and um, it's good for it's good that Liverpool have got you know two battles of two scousers, um, and he thinks that Smith's going to win. It's just that, that was it, really. He, he lost. He lost to Mergat um, I think his name was. He lost that. He wasn't expected to lose it. Uh, but the other guy was undefeated, and he went out. He went to Russia to fight him, did Liam Smith. But I just feel he's had more fights, and he's had you know he's had elite. He's had elite fights throughout his career. Um, and yeah, super welter, one hundred and fifty-four pounds. This this might lead to a world title. You know, world title tilt. This fight for the yeah, winner. Yeah, yeah. possibly. I'm, I'm yeah, Fowler. Fowler might do something. You never know. It's boxing, but you know, I think with the bookies, they'll have they'll have Liam heavy heavy favourite because of his uh, you know his career and his record. Brett Thomas, you will see me on all the BFW episodes too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, will, yeah, mate. He's right. We always have you on, man. It's a pleasure. Always like um, Tyler T. Hi, Isaac. All right, Isaac. He's watching with his daughter. Today, yeah, uh, my mate from Norwich. I can't wait to catch up with you, mate. Actually, we need to hopefully later in the year. Yeah, it's good, good pal. Don't forget, everyone use code FB down all in caps and get one month free on powerful.tv. So, yeah, John and Rich reiterating that. I highly recommend it. I highly recommend it. There's so many uh wrestling shows now here in the UK since you know post COVID. Well, we're still in COVID, but yeah, there's a lot more content coming. The WWE media side as well. And ourselves, as Chris said, Big Fight Weekly, it's all up there for your viewing and listening pleasure. Chris, yeah. are we leading in to UFC Fight Night? Dean versus Rodriguez, Chris. So, yeah, this, take the lead on this one. Um, from what reading, what can at the odds today, actually, mate? And um, they've got Dern, um, there's Dern, sorry, um, 
Yeah, they've got they've got her as favourite over Rodriguez uh, in the odds. Um, bit surprised by that personally, mate. Um, Rodriguez beat um, Watson in the last fight, um, and Watson, as we all know, the karate hottie, um, really good. She's fought some of the best, um, but she sounded her out. Um, we know that Mackenzie Dune beat Nuna Nuna Nina Nunez, Amanda Nunez's wife. Um, she oh, had a long way. She had a long layoff anyway, because obviously they had a kid, didn't they? So it's one of them. But, you know, Mackenzie Dern is a, a ferocious jiu-jitsu practitioner. Um, the only problem is I was looking at percentages of, like, you know, takedown percentages and takedown defense percentages. And uh, Dern um, has a 10% takedown. Like, that, that's, like, when she gets someone down, it's, she's only have a 10% ratio of taking someone down. Rodriguez has got a 62% takedown defense. Um, so I mean, it's quite tight here. So if Dern can't take it down, Rodriguez has got knockout power for days. She's 14 and one. Like I say, she's been in there, uh, with some of the best. Dern's obviously le- learning her trade because she was out for quite a while, but she's quite new into MMA itself. And like I say, she's massive jujitsu practitioner. Um, she's very good on the ground, and I mean, absolutely amazing on the ground. But Rodriguez can, you know, she can bang. And she's beaten some of the best. Tisha Torres, she's beaten Tisha Torres. She's, she's been around for many years. She's yeah. fought Claudia Cadea. Um, she's, mm-hmm. you know, she's fought. It's she's a roll fought call. She's it's a roll really call in terms. That is a roll call, you know. So you're saying her experience and the calibre of opponent she's faced. I think, I, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just, you know, you don't know how things can go. Like, you know, Dern could take Rodriguez down and submit her. You, mm. you don't know. But, you know, when you're looking at her... her her percentage of a you know taking someone down is only ten percent, and so Rodriguez is you know stopping that at sixty-two. Mm-hmm. It, it just sort of thinking where's the balance here because if Dern Dern's not going to want to go strike for strike for Rodriguez, obviously Rodriguez would want that over being taken down and having a grappling fest. So I, I got to sway towards Rodriguez here, and if if you're betting, I, I think you know Rodriguez is a really good bet over Dern. Who else? Who else we got on the card, Chris? Is there anything got, on, on Tim, the, the card there? Tim Elliott's fighting. Um, I think he's facing yeah. a newcomer. But other than that, though, no, the card's quite the quite quite quiet this this time this week. Obviously, because yeah. we're building up to two sixty seven and two sixty eight. Which I don't know if you guys know if you follow UFC, they're back to back, and not ever do we ever have uh, a numbered UFC events back to back. So there's so much going on in a UFC. There is a lot of fight nights, you know, this month leading to. Jan Bohovic versus Glover Teixeira in Abu Dhabi. But then we've got uh, the big one, Corrado Usman versus Kobe Covington. <laughs> I was you know watching I mean? the uh, the preview that they put out, that small two-and-a-half-minute clip. I think it's like yeah. five, six days ago. Watched it yesterday, Chris. I mean, they, showed Covington, they were showing Covington when he got that when he got those shots through. But obviously, uh, yeah, but this is what I was telling you about. This is what I was telling uh, yeah. you about. You know, let's not let's just remember Covington. As much as I don't like the guy personally in there, uh, he had he had some success, didn't he? Uh, it's a he brutal, did, he did. brutal stoppage, I. Like, but uh, you yeah. get your jaw broken, don't you? But listen, Usman's come on uh, so much since they last fought, and the knockouts he's had. You know, Masvidal, Gilbert Burns. You're talking about two guys who you know are very good. At, well, more Masvidal than Gilbert Burns when it comes to striking, but you know he's managed to knock them both out. And he did it devastatingly. I just, you know, I mean, you don't like Kobe, so I know you're like, knock him out, please, Usman. Like. But as I, I appreciate him as a fighter, 
I, I know he's got the credentials. I tell you what, I did like actually, as much as I don't like his loud bath antics. Um, when they when they were, um, Usman was doing the workout thing, maybe in one of the casinos there, and he had the yeah. megaphone, and he had the megaphone, and he's hurling abuse at him. That was the first time. I hadn't seen that when they had, uh, you know, previous previous. Going to cut you quickly time. short. Yeah, um, yeah. Cut me. Just just uh, super sick yeah, from Brett. No oh, thank, thank you very you, much, mate. Brett. We do appreciate Rich, that, mate. John and Rich will appreciate that as well, as do we. Thank you very much for that, Brett. We appreciate the super sticker, bro. Uh, have you heard they are doing direction director's cut of Ricky uh, Rocky Four film, he means? Yeah, yeah, I had seen. They're going to add more of that bloody robot scenes in it with that really odd relationship with Paulie. What was going on? I don't know, but they obviously feel they can make some money. They can make I don't money know. I didn't franchise. know. They were do I've, doing that. I've seen a, I've I seen a post. That. I'd seen a post actually about that to be fair to uh, Brett. My guys, Stu and Chris, no, we appreciate it, mate. You've been brilliant. Cheers, mate. We do appreciate it. Week, week in, week out, you know, goes without saying. Stewie John Palmer, share the Powered 4 TV sub info on uh, PWEF, Pro Wrestling Fandom. Fantastic group, by the way. Absolutely brilliant. I'm sure there'll be people interested, especially some of those from the UK who don't watch anything other than the top US promotions. Yeah, we'll keep that in mind. I'll, I'll run it past Adam, who runs the page as well. Uh, absolutely. Uh, heels rules. Evander Fury has gone from stride to stride, hasn't he? As a rookie, I remember he used to hang about with Paddy, the well-known traveller. So there we go. Listen, um, everything's sort of set up, isn't it, for this fight? Um, obviously, on closing now, we'll close on Tyson Fury and Wilder Stewart because... Um, we haven't actually given a prediction either of us in this fight, really. We've said right. Fury's going to win, but we haven't really, you know, I want, I want like, round or how round four. far away. I'm going round. round four. I really think he's, I think he's going to just, how do you, how do you come back from that, that KO in the second fight? Like, how do you come back from that? I don't care about all this physically and all that. I think mentally, I just think mentally, he's got, he had him, I'd say in the first fight, he had him mentally, but obviously he managed to land on him, you know, he put him down, you know, he put him down twice, didn't he? I just feel, I just feel he's going to be more emphatic. I think he's really going to want to finish this rivalry feud off. Brett again, Brett's No, 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 it's, it's not, it's not. I, I just want to show it off because, you know, oh, okay. we're thankful for Brett. It. So I want to keep, keep that up there the for banner. him. Keep it, keep it as a headline, as a banner. Yeah, no, thank you. But yeah, uh, fourth round, Chris. He's going to do it more emphatically than he did in the second round, which was it was amazing. Uh, yeah. I wonder if I wonder if uh, Wilder will be wearing a head piece this time, which weighs forty pounds. Yeah, yeah. That was, uh, that was one of those silly, pathetic, appalling excuses he had after the fight. Yeah. We have been Powered4.tv Big Fight Weekly. This was episode 32. Episode 33 next Monday at 4 yeah. o'clock sharp. We'll be back for everything post Fury and Wilder, UFC Fight Night as well. And we'll be leading into some stuff like previewing some fights as well. Because uh, as Chris has said, a chocker November card for UFC. Back to back with 267 and 268. We have been Powered4.tv. I've been Stuart Palmer with my co-host and cousin Chris Hume. And we'll see you next Monday. See you next Monday. Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.